Second Nephi, 26, 24 through 25. He doeth not anything, save it be for the benefit of the world. For he loveth the world, even that he layeth down his own life, that he may draw all men unto him. Wherefore he commandeth none that they shall not partake of his salvation. Behold, doth he cry unto any, saying, Depart from me? Behold, I say unto you, Nay. But he saith, Come unto me, all ye ends of the earth, by milk and honey, without money, and without price. So this is like one of my favorite scriptures that I held on to uh, during my earlier years of trying to, you know, get close to God and failing because I'd always uh, get close to God a little bit, but then I would start using addictions again, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> like sexual addictions and time-wasting addictions, things like that. And so, yeah, I would start saying, okay, well, I'm going to try and be good and get close to God maybe one month or two, three months. Uh, I would even go to those meetings and try and work the steps. But like every time I would get to like step three or four, I would just quit <laughs> and just stop going and just keep go keep relapsing. And uh but I, the reason why I did that is because I always felt like I had to show a track record. Like, I was like, well, I can't approach God unless I've been sober for like at least a month. Or I can't approach God unless, um, you know, I get a tuple recommend or I get, you know, uh, I'm where I'm forgiven or I can take sacrament again or things like that. So I can't approach God until then. And. <laughs> but then I would read the scripture and it would remind me that, oh, okay, well, Jesus does say, like, come unto me and I will heal you. You know, you can buy milk and honey without price, like the best stuff in the world. You know, the, the love of God, which is the most desirable above all things that he's trying to give to me is like, and I'll give it to you. You just got to ask and I'll give it to you. And, you know, we can work out all that change. And I, <laughs> I would I would try again. You know, be like, okay, let me try and sober up. Let me try and read and pray and read scriptures. And again, I would, I wouldn't get too far before I relapse and just go back in. Uh, so I just kept going this cycle for many years. I think it was like seven, eight years doing that same cycle. Uh, you know, sometimes I just quit, get back up, maybe try for a couple weeks. Other times I wouldn't even try for years. And then I might go back to church, try and be spiritual again, because I keep holding on to this scripture, but I would keep going back and forth like that all the time. But uh, what really it turns out that it was I was doing was I was trying to protect myself from rejection. I was thinking that, you know, you have to be perfect in order to avoid rejection, because apparently I trained my brain to to live to survive that way since I was a kid. And saying, well, you have to be per be perfect or at least have a really good track record before you can even approach God or else he's going to reject you. And if God rejects me, then I'm really done for, you know, because like if God doesn't love me, then no one loves me. And I already don't think no one loves me already or I don't really love myself too much already. And if so, if God rejects me on top of that, then I'm really done for, you know, then I really start freaking out. And so, uh, but... <laughs> When it really came down to it, I just kept getting pushed to say, hey, I uh, get, you know, kept getting instructed by the spirit. Just talk to God. Just tell him how you're feeling. Just be honest. Um, do your prayers, but don't just say, 
you know, I'm thankful for this. Please bless this person. Like give a real honest prayer as in just tell God how you're feeling. Work this out with him. So I said, you know what? Fine, I will do that. And so my first prayer started coming across to God like, Heavenly Father, I do not trust you. I do not think you like me and I think you're mean. <laughs> and because that's just how I was feeling at the time. You know, I just really thought that I had to be so perfect to get God's love and attention and all of this stuff. And I would, those were my prayers. That's how I first started was just telling him how I felt, how I didn't trust him. But I kept praying, kept reading my scriptures anyway, because I was trying to make the honest effort to believe Jesus could heal me. Like I said, okay, I'm going to, you know, you heard about that book, Believe in Christ. And so I tried to take that to heart, but like, hey, I'm really going to make an honest effort to believe Jesus can heal me and have me get out of this rut I'm in, always relapsing all the time. I'm going to really believe it this time um, or make an effort to. And, but even though my prayer started off, like, I don't trust you, God, I think you're mean. <laughs> and, uh, but at the same time, I, I really felt, uh, that's God was excited at the same time because he was like, finally, you're being honest. <laughs> now we can work this out. <laughs> so, uh, that's going to be the first step is to start read, start trying to pray, share with God how you feel uh, read and pray even if you're using even if you're stuck in a rut even if you're doing bad sins or whatever that keep you unworthy from taking a sacrament or just have you feel unworthy in general just to keep praying and just keep sharing with God how you feel and uh, and then that way God can do something he can work with you from there and uh, so that's because that's what he did with me because I uh, ever since I told him I couldn't trust him uh, he's been going out of his way even more so to show him I can trust him. And it's not like he was offended or anything. He was just telling me, like, son, uh, let me open your eyes a bit and let me show you how I'm on your side. And I'm not going to be nearly as mean to you as you are to yourself. <laughs> and, well, that was so true. So, yeah, that's a... That's just another big thing. Again, just keep praying, keep reading, whether you're using or not. That's a really big, important, really big, important step to proceed here. I know it like would feel uncomfortable to start uh, reading and praying after, you know, you just done some bad things or sexual addictions, whatever it is you're doing uh, or drugs or alcohol, and you're just not going to feel worthy to pray. Uh, but pray anyways. And uh that's how god can work with you and that this is the only place you can start all right is you got to learn how to pray even though you're still using pray anyways tell them how you feel anyways and that's like another thing that people will tell me though it's like well god already knows how i feel why do i have to talk about it with him it's like well you god knows you perfectly but you don't know him perfectly you don't know him that well you're not experiencing him too much because you're not sharing with him in these prayers specifically in prayers how you're feeling uh the, the difficult stuff you're going through why it hurts where it hurts what hurts uh how it hurts like you're not sharing those specific things with him and if you think about the people that you're closest to and and you know as as you're a human on this earth the people that you're closest to are the people that you shared everything with 
you shared everything with them. You shared your deepest secrets. You shared your crazy thoughts. You shared your crazy dreams with this person. Whether that be your mom or your dad or your best friend or whoever. You know, you get close to these people because you share so much with them. And that's how the only way we're going to get close to God is if we just start sharing with God, you know, our feelings. And both good feelings, too. If you're excited about stuff, please, by all means, share it with God. He wants to, to share your excitement with him, too. Not just like, oh, you know, oh, I feel so horrible. Please heal me type of thing. And it's also just like, even though God knows how you feel, even though God needs knows what you need, he still needs you to put in the faith to share it with him. He still needs you to put in the faith to pray to him because that's the whole point of this exercise on earth is to build our faith and to learn to be like Jesus Christ, even though we've forgotten everything. So that's, uh, that's what we're supposed to be doing. So he can't be just doing stuff for us. Uh, one thing that changed my life about this, I remember I was watching the Hunger Games in the first movie where I, when I first saw the sponsor drop like some type of ammo or food or something out of the sky and that just blew my mind away it just helped me gain perspective like of course you know I'm on this journey it's dangerous it's scary there's a lot of evil but at the same time I'm still to do good and God will help me not do it for me but he will help me and he will send blessings from the sky or blessings however he's going to send them and they're much better than the ones you see in the movie, of course. But, you know, it was just the, the action that really changed my life on that. But again, to recap, even though if you're still using bad things and addictions and you're still struggling with what you're struggling with and you're still feeling empty and depressed and all of this, is to still pray, still try and read scripture, still try and at least pray. I mean, you don't always have to go. To, I mean, going to church is great and everything, too. But if you don't go to church, whatever, just pray. Pray, share your feelings, pour your heart out, tell him honestly how you feel. Even if you're mad at him, share that with him too. Because then God can at least start working with you.